God bless you. You're about to listen to the voice of the eagle with Prophet Samuel Addison. Prophet Samuel Addison is an anointed servant by the will of God and is graced to operate in the fivefold ministry. As you listen to this tape, be ready to be caught up into unlimited levels of the spirit and soar unto greater heights. Enjoy the message. Prophet Samuel Addison is the General Overseer and founder of the Eagle House Chapel International. He is a dynamic, authentic, and accurate firebrand prophet of our time who carries depth and authority and operates in a sharp, forensic realm of the prophetic. He is a global speaker whose ministry transcends borders and boundaries. Prophet Addison is a seasoned preacher and author of many books. His messages are centered on hope, righteousness, the Holy Spirit, order, and discipline in the body of Christ. And his prophetic services are highly charged packed and always filled with the overflow of unusual blessing. Prophet Addison is married to Reverend Mrs. Eunice Binti Addison and they are blessed with two children. And now, we present to you God's Oracle, Prophet Samuel Addison. I'm teaching on salvation. And you are saint. Lift your hand and shout, I believe I am saint. Or turn around and ask them, do you know you are saint? Many, many Christians make some statements. You are the one called by God. You are the one People say, many Christians say, they tell those who feel they are committed. The calling is not for only men of God. Because when we appear before him on the last day, on a judgment day, he will not call me Professor come. He will call me that faithful servant. So it's not about title. It's about works. So this morning, let's say some few things. Salvation is a very powerful thing. Topic in the body of Christ. Many people say, should stop preaching prosperity. And let them preach salvation. Preach salvation. Preach salvation. Preach Stop prosperity. Preach salvation. Preach salvation. Preach salvation. They think salvation is to come and say, hey, stop sinning, stop sinning, stop. That's what they know. Salvation is heaven, heaven, heaven. I'm praying that by the end of this month, God will give you understanding about salvation. Can I hear better? Amen. Well, salvation means preservation and deliverance. From loss or from harm. The word salvation means preservation and deliverance. 
I'll be teaching to them. I don't preach. I'll teach a lot. So we write a lot. Yeah, I'll not preach. I'll teach tonight. I'll teach. And you bring pastoral teachings. And then you bring And I said pastoral, something has come to my mind, but I will not love. Salvation is preservation and deliverance. From lost and harm. Two. Two. Salvation is deliverance from sin and the consequence of sin. Third one, salvation means to prevent or deliver somebody from danger or from evil. So, know all these things. Salvation is preservation and deliverance from loss or harm or deliverance from sin and its consequences or to deliver somebody from danger. There are seven meanings in the Greek word about being saved. Say a Jono, the Greek my son. Four, heal. Five, to do well. Six, to be made well. And seven, to be saved from sin. Again, the word saved have seven Greek meanings. One is to deliver. Two is to protect. Three is to preserve. Four is to heal. When somebody is saved, it means he has been delivered. He has been protected. He has been preserved. He has been healed. He will do well. He will be made well. Made whole. Made whole with the totality of your healing. And the last one, to be saved from sin. That is salvation. Please, are you following me today? Put on the screen first. I'm giving some background before oh, I come to your ascent. Oh, my. Now, salvation means preservation and deliverance from loss of harm, deliverance from sin and its consequences to prevent or deliver somebody from danger or evil. Give me the Greek meanings, the four, seven meanings of the, if you have written it, put it on the screen for me. Uh huh. Clap for the one at the top. He's doing well today. There is a seven Greek meanings of being saved. To deliver someone. To protect someone. To preserve someone. To heal someone. For someone to do well. Or to be made well. No, to be made whole, please. No well. To be made whole. Then to save one from sin. Now, right on there. Salvation also comes with accompaniment. Things that accompanies salvation. My son is bad. It's like coconut. Coconut comes with coconut water. 
You cannot take coconut without the water. Is it already? It's like you cannot take fish out of water. It's together. There five things that accompany salvation. When you are saved, when salvation is working on you, there are five things that accompany you. You cannot be saved and not walk in that realm. The, the realm of divine health. Someone is saved. You have the right to walk in divine health. Lift your hand and shout, I will not be sick in life. Come on, say with power. I will not be sick say in life. Say with authority. I will not be sick in life. You are always sick. Every week you are sick. Every week you are sick. Every week you are sick. I mean, your room is like a pharmacy. Always sick. Today your nose. And next your ear. Even if you are not sick, you yourself you clear yourself sick. So you declare sickness all the time. Men, of, men that are saved, they work in divine health. It's part of the package. Someone or three, one to five. I'm giving all the points from that scripture. So I will not read it, but you can put on the screen for them. Two, divine preservation. When God saves you, He gives, you, He preserves you. Preservation. Three, divine favor. When you are saved, you walk in a realm of favor. Four. Divine mercies. Five. Divine provision and supernatural supplies. When God saves you, He provides. He supplies. My salvation. The last one. Divine life. It gives you life. That life is not what the world will give you. It gives you life the world cannot give you. So if you are saved, my preaching starts now. If you are saved, as a believer, you too must save somebody. I hear today. If you have been saved, you have been delivered. You have been pulled from the world. And you are in a church as a Christian. And God has saved you. Most of you, years ago, you can drink Guinness one crate. Guinness, you know, create a bacon one poor. Still, you are standing. Now, you know, not so penny. Nothing shakes. But thank God today. As you're there, right? That's a sentence. Take you one and a half. Send your old bacon. If I'm afraid you're old, you're poor. God is saving gradually. Radi Jonka crank a crack. Somebody came to the power of God. We baba for horse. I should take ten guineas a day. Let me read guineas, pa and toi. For some time now. There's some prayer. I take two. 
So he, she feels she's changing. <laughs> it's a God what now take two. So if God has saved you, you must also save others. So this one I came to tell you. You are saints. You here today. You are sent. How will you feel? As a father. Or as a mother. And you call your son. Or call your daughter. And give him money. Say, go and buy things for the house. And you went out. For seven hours. When you came. Your son is sleeping. The money you give him or her somewhere. Will you be a happy father? Will you be a happy father? Please respond to me. Will you be a happy father? Why? You sent him. He has ignored your assignment. And he's sleeping. One, he can be intentional. Two, he can be a salary. He doesn't respect you, he doesn't honor you. Doesn't fear you. The book of John chapter 20, verse 21 and 22. No matter your age, your color, where you are, whom you are, no matter your background, this morning I came to tell you, God has sent you. No matter the work you are doing, you are sent. And if you are sent, one day, the one that sent you will ask you what you believe. You so Jesus Christ entered where the disciples they were. So Jesus said to them again, Peace to you. As the Father have sent me, me too. Me too. Please, are you sent? Do you believe it now? Do you believe it now? Respond. Do you believe it now? Please respond. Do you believe it now? We are more than a hand here. Do you believe it now? Do you believe you are saying? Then clap your hands and shout, I am saying. Come on, clap, shout, I am saying. Oh, come on, clap your hands and shout, I am saying. I am saying. Most of you, you are saying, you don't care about the same. Have you seen your life? Have you seen your life? Have you seen why things are tough in your life? The, the one that will bless you, the one that will give you health, the one that will preserve you, the one that will open door for you, he have sent you, you have ignored his assignment. You've ignored it as if he has not even sent you. You live your life as if he has not sent you. You live your life as if he has not given you any assignment. And when you are in trouble, how many mothers are here? Our fathers are here. And you will give your children assignments. They don't do it. And they will come to you for something that you will give them. You won't. 
the one that will make you whole, the one that will deliver you from errors, the one that will give you preservation, the one that will give you favor, the one that will show you mercy. He has sent you, but you have ignored. Every night. He said, as the Father have sent me. Me too. Me too. I to do what? I'll show you. John chapter 1. Verse 6 coming down. From John 1, he was speaking about in the beginning was the word. And verse 6, he made a statement. Look at John. He said, there was a man sent from God. I came to tell somebody you are sent from God. You are not here because your mother and your father had affair and the dog. You are you arrived here because he sent you here. And why he sent you here? When you are done, he will call you to give account. Why he sent you here? Finish your assignment. The one that sent you. That's why you cannot determine when you will die. He determines. When your time comes, he will call you. He will call you. That come to come back home. Where you came from. There is a man sent from God. Whose name is John? God sends people with identity. His name was John. ซีวอลิเดเวเซเวนดิสแมนเคมฟอร์วิทเนสฮิเอมิยูเวสเซนทูวิทเนสยูอาซูมาโอเซโคดิอาดานเซอ่อดาอยูเคอิสยูเนว
look at the pain our ladies go through to make their body nice and most of them can go through pain to serve God. If you see the pain small small boys go to to love a woman small boys the pain some people can't serve God well. I came to tell you that God has sent you. I have not sent you. I, I can't send you. He said, the Lord has sent me. Me too. I am sending you. All of us here. As soon as you were born and you enter into a Christian kingdom, assignment is on you. You think if you don't do it, it will affect me? Me? Or no? There be that. And A man sent from God. Sure. To witness. You are sent to witness. Witness to bear the witness of the light that all through him might believe. May God use you that people will believe in the kingdom. You're not clapping and shouting, Amen. At all. I say, May God use you that through you men will know the light in your family, in your generation, in your area. Most of you, your family, your house, nobody believe you're Christian. Nobody believe in you. Your friends, nobody believe in you. Your area, nobody believes in you. You are not a light. You don't know you are saved. This man came for a witness. You came here for a witness. Hear me. Sometimes I speak in tongues. Eh? I pray. Uh, so when I sit down and I look at myself, I ask myself, what do I need? There's nothing in this world that can make me happy. Car or house or money. There's a realm when you get to nothing. Nothing. Stop killing yourself because of food. Stop yeah, so killing yourself because of food. material things. Stop, Stop killing yourself because of material things. Hear me. Anything that will not follow you to your casket, don't die for it. I'm not clapping at all. You're not clapping is sick of HIV. You're not clapping at all. 
Anything that will not follow you to your casket, don't die for it. What will follow you to your casket is your spiritual work. You have done. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Today, if after service you fall outside here, all your money you have saved, some foolish drunkard will chop it. I'm saying you are saying to. What are you doing about it? That's it. You are growing. You don't know when you will die. Real life starts after you are dead. Real life starts after you are dead. I'm ending. Romans 10. Romans Let's read from verse 1. Come down. I need a lady who can read very well. I need a voice of a lady. Come and sit here. Give him a good phone. Romans 10. From verse 1, read. We'll get to the level you stop. Follow what she's reading. If you have no Bible, look at the screen. If you have Bible, look in your Bible and mark things. Yes, read for me. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. What is your prayer for your family? What is the prayer for your children? What is the prayer for your friends? He said, my prayer and my heart desire. Oh, Israel. To be saved. If you like, let me say tonight, prayer meeting for salvation. Me and Pastor William and my children will pray. Prayer for salvation. Do I? They think when they come and pray salvation, what would they get? Will I get marriage? Will I get visa? I get money? Praying for salvation. Let's pray for it's not your assignment. What you must wear. It's not your assignment. It's God's assignment. To give it to you. It's not your assignment. What you wear. What you eat. Where you sleep. It's not your assignment. It's not your assignment. He must do it for you. If you do his own. He will cause me to do it for you. I'm telling you. Hear me. See papa. Sometimes I take steps bigger than me. Bigger than me. Money bigger than me. I don't have in my account. You know what I said? Because it's not my vision. If I start it, the one that gave me, he will provide. And no matter how huge the money is, if I take the step, he will cost men to bring the money. No stress. 
That's why some of you are struggling. You are working, you are struggling. They pay you well. Yet you are struggling. Have a car. Oh, okay. You have a condition. A condition room. In your office. Oh, office. In your car. Oh, okay. In your bedroom. Oh, bedroom. Yet you are struggling. So, so, oh, you think oh, it's, it's, it's no, no. Your spiritual covenant is okay. The lady wearing the white, who brought it? My menu she fit out on one of Dubai. Yeah, one of Dubai. Brother, is your your sister? Sorry, you know who? Oh, you only have one. Where is she from? Ufrifa. So where does she stay? Ufrifa. Where did you sleep yesterday? Ufrifa now die in ra. Is your house where? Eh? Your friends please. Okay. That's it. Clap for them. This clapping is sick. Do it well. Do it well. It is my prayer. But to me, Azia Kappa, if you are under a prophet, be careful with your lives. So, who should you for us? I show up, but we. Sometimes I look and I laugh. I you are joking. Then I will sit you down. You you just saw in front of me. That's right. Obeti na se pa ka unsema obeti just saw go. Romans ten. For I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God. In your time, I beg you let me me preach you now. Go and read all, please. Come to verse 13, 14, 15. For whoever calls on the name For whoever of the Lord calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, God is not partial in saving. Do you know, sir? Come. It's not happening. Pascal, follow. If Pascal is a shoemaker, and this one is a judge. And then the same car. And the car somersaults. And they all die. Eh? Journalists will talk about a judge and leave the shoemaker. Because the soul of the shoemaker is not a soul. The soul of the judge is not a soul. That is worldly standard of judgment. But before God, the soul of the shoemaker and the judge is a soul. But the world will give the judge attention. In salvation, God is not partial. That's why here, she has a ministry. No matter how rich you are, if you come here, I will not give special seats. But special these are the rich men. Who told those are who will not be buried tomorrow? Who told those who will not be buried tomorrow? And 
since God called me to now, the free sale, right? friend, the no rich man has controlled me. You can't. I will not bow to your money. Because me myself, I am blessed than you. What is in me? It's one of you. It was, it was, a soul is a soul. A cry or cry. It's salvation. God is so partial. And nobody will see around. Selling ice cream. Selling meat pie. Taking anybody you see. It's important in the church. You this is a man of God. Father, give me doctors. Give me lawyers. Give me judges. They think when, when they go to church and they are charity full of doctors, they are good pastors. Those people in their church, the Holy Ghost does not advise. It's the doctors that advise. No agonizes, only organizes. When God speaks, you call committee meeting. No, my friend, for whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Look at the 14. Something is coming. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? How can they call if they don't believe? Two. And how shall they, how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? <laughs> and how shall they hear without a preacher? How can they hear without a preacher? And the last one, 15. And how shall they preach unless, unless they, they are sent? sent? How shall they preach? So if God have sent you, when was the last time you preached? How shall they preach unless they are saints? And I'm saying today you are saints. If you cannot preach with your voice, preach with your dressing, preach with your lifestyle, preach with your attitude, there are some of you here who have bad attitudes, broken souls from coming to the church. There are some of you, it's your attitude that is causing your husband not to pray. If you cannot preach, in the school you are, you are sent. School now, woman, you are summa ho. Summa ho. Preach the word. Kenya, me ask no. Do you know why? We need the entire. As it is written. Say, say the word true. How beautiful. Forever. Are the feet of those who preach the gospel. Which means those who preach the gospel. Something is added to their life. You be a cow, my brother. You be cow, my brother. 
young guy in the chair is waiting for microphone to show what when shows are perishing when you can go out and preach the gospel is waiting for microphone people leave churches Papa William is my senior brother he's older than me is my senior brother. The day they ordain me as a head pastor, till now, he has never picked a phone to call me. Let me pray today. Never. Never. I have prepared a message, please. I feel like preaching today, please. No! He has never. Today, this is 22 years of doing full-time ministry. He has never asked me, can I preach? He's older than me. When you say, Papa, Papa, you are paying him for no. People come here. They leave the church because they don't preach. So. They want the mind to preach. Here, preaching is not the definition of your calling. Go out there. Souls are perishing. And save souls. I'm not clapping at all. I'm not clapping at all. That's why many people leave churches. I'm in the church. I don't do anything. I don't do anything. There are a lot of work you must do. It's not only on the altar. There are people perishing. God has sent you not only to hold microphone, but to go out there and save souls. Go out to the highways, to the edges, and compel them. People who are catching this vision are working for God. What a blessing to see a young boy, 19 years, coming to stage with five friends. What a blessing to see a young girl, 20 years, coming to church with your friends. One day, they will thank you, not the poor side. And working, is a bikini, is a Bikini, girls, girls, when you are taking pictures. No parties. There's no life in that. May the anointing to preach come upon your life. You're not clapping. I said, may the anointing to preach come upon your life. You are not clapping. I said, may the anointing to preach come upon your life. The way you are clapping, I said, may the anointing to preach. Do you know what? When Samuel was called, at the age of 10 years, he was in the church. Jesus, at the age of 14 years, he was in the church. David, at the age of 30 years, he was in the church. Who told you you are too young to preach the gospel? No matter your age, you can be 14, you can be 13. God has called you. Arise! Preach the gospel. Go out! Go out and preach. Go out and preach.
If you take care of God's assignments, you will take off assignment. Papa I don't like anything. Unless I just like it. Anything I love. You will tell someone's heart. You know why? Because my assignment is to do his will. Whatever I have is not for myself. It's for my my, my. assignment he has given me. If I I need something, he will provide. Why are we not going out? My last question, my last message, we close. Romans 13, verse 11, because we are sleeping. Romans 13, 11. And do this, knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. Hit your neighbor and tell me, you are sleeping too much. Arise. Sorry. Sorry. Ah. You are too relaxed. You are too relaxed. He said, and know this, knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now, our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. So we must arise and work for God. Rise on your feet. Go and tell five people from today. Go out. Win souls. Preach the gospel. We believe you have been blessed by this message. Kindly contact us on telephone numbers plus 233-244-694-299 or 0247-641-502. Our email address is samprofnk at yahoo.com. That is S-A-M-P-R-O-P-H-N-K at yahoo.com. Our Facebook handle is www.facebook slash Samuel Addison. Twitter at Prof. Sam Addison or visit our website www.prophetsamueladdison.org Visit www.amazon.com to purchase these books by Prophet Samuel Addison. Keep the fire burning. Tell no one. Your secret is your power. Discovering the secret to the top. Why do you need power? Dealing with success killers and many more. You can also get copies of these books from any bookshop near you. God rich bless you. Oh,